What teachers really need to know about restorative justice? Why do teachers need to know about restorative justice? Our schools are rapidly changing. Teachers are introduced to new instructional methods each year, sometimes learning new methods in the middle of the school year or even toward the end of the year. Being an educator in today's schools requires one to be nimble, fluid, and flexible. Teachers and leaders must be open to new approaches and ideas in instruction. Although instructional methods rapidly change, some of the disciplinary methods that are at the pinnacle of most school discipline codes are outdated and no longer fit the population at hand. During the period of No Child Left Behind, the greater emphasis on leveling the playing field and closing the achievement gap left little room for understanding students and learning more about what motivates individuals. It is not enough to teach to the test or to teach content. In fact, teachers are finding it harder to keep the attention of students. Part of this is due to the aftereffects of COVID-19 and learning loss, increased anxiety and social anxiety that goes along with long-term isolation. Aside from general issues due to the pandemic, there are more students diagnosed with anxiety disorder, ADHD, learning disabilities, and other hidden disabilities. There is a growing need to address behavioral health of students in addition to the overall ladder of discipline. The terms behavior management, classroom management, and school discipline are more in alignment with old school thinking. Along with looming mental health issues that are prevalent in schools, there is an essential need to address the needs of the whole child. Teachers can no longer be content to just teach content. Social emotional needs should be part of the behavioral health approach. The after effects of COVID-19 are still being examined. However, teachers have become all too familiar with acting out behaviors, the inability to attend to classwork, and to mental health concerns. There are also other instances of microaggressions toward classmates, bullying and cyberbullying behaviors that are dangerous to all concerned and need to be immediately addressed. This encoupled with passive aggressive behaviors, cutting class, whole walking and unexcused absences. It is for this reason that educators should seek to learn more about mental health. The possible pitfalls of harsh discipline measures but also to understand positive disciplinary methods. Although it is complex, teachers tend to be very intuitive and smart about developing caring communities and building good relationships with students. The trick is for teachers to have as many tools in the toolkit as possible. What is restorative justice? Restorative justice is an empowering set of principles, philosophies, and practices that center on equitable, fair, and non-traditional practices of justice. 
Although restorative justice is a powerful process used to avoid punitive measures or to alleviate conflicts, there are multifaceted ideals that have been adapted in these justice programs. In policing, in nonprofit agencies, in schools, and even in business. Restorative justice is based on repairing harm rather than punishment. Pointer L, 2021. Restorative justice is about self-accountability and responsibility, in which stakeholders are brought together with the purpose of undoing the harm and making things right. Although there are several formats in which the restorative justice approach is practiced, there are basic tenets that are similar for each format. Whether restorative justice is enacted in circles, a victim-offender conference, or a restorative conversation, responsive and respectful communication is part of the process. Norms and agreements are set up in effort for all parties to be heard. Typically, all formats require a process approach in which there are protocols. Circle meetings and other formats require specific agendas and goals that are set for successful outcomes. Each party is heard until a resolution is met. The term restorative justice has also been used for many other restorative and responsive initiatives. The beautiful part of the restorative justice movement is that the thrust is moving toward proactive measures, such as building strong communities and organizations, schools, and other agencies, building and fostering relationships, building better communication systems, and overall improvement in culture, climate, and tone. Restorative justice and restorative practices in schools. Restorative justice has been spreading as a way to reduce suspensions and to alleviate behavioral problems in schools. There are schools that refer to the array of restorative practices, still using the term restorative justice. However, the more accurate term for defining the wider array of proactive community building practices in schools and agencies is restorative practices. Restorative practices refers to the wider application of restorative justice. Restorative practices often center on community and relationships as I said previously. When organizations, schools, and agencies set out to design a program of restorative practices, it should be based on positivity, joy, and bringing stakeholders together. Often the potential of restorative justice is to foster caring. The opposite of being scolded, punished, and pushed out is to learn how to deal with behavior positively, learning coping strategies, learning how to manage conflict and how to communicate. The greater principles are equal to hope, love, acceptance, empowerment, joy, and purpose. And these should not be lost to the educational system. In restorative practices, all students are responsible for the well-being of themselves, others, and the communities. When restorative practices are initiated well, students reflect on their behavior, understand how behavior affects the community, 
and take responsibility for harms done. Students learn more about themselves, their emotional sides. They learn more about their peers and they learn to understand those peers that they may have never spoken to before. Students are engaged in different forms of communication than the usual call and response or raising of hands to respond to a question. Teachers glean from students how they want to be treated, what community norms are important. Facilitation of circles and restorative conversations is an invitation for students to speak and for their voices to be heard. Although an agenda is set for a restorative activity, restorative circles and conversations leave room for discussion. Teachers facilitate discussions that are student-centered. Harm circles or conflict may also be a part of a restorative program in a school. When students learn the protocols and take responsibility for behavior, it is a different approach than being taken aside by a dean or an assistant principal into an office for a disciplinary conference. So, uh, schools may use a combination of different methods, such as positive behavior intervention and supports, PBIS, or collaborative problem solving. Or they may still use traditional methods that incorporate positive discipline.